þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and because of our patrons on Patreon. If you'd like to help us uh, keep this podcast going and get even better, please visit our Patreon page. I believe when I fall in love, this time is gonna be forever. At patreon.com. I believe when I fall in love, this time is gonna be forever, ever. Conversation between you and our agent. Okay. About about the possibility of us having uh, doing uh, more uh, more live gigs. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "You have been charging one thousand kroner admission. How has that been? Perhaps a change to HRC and having people buy tickets on ticks will make it more of a show." What is HRC? The Human Rights Commission. Uh, yes, that's the only thing that this <laughs> mean. So we have to contact the uh, Human, the Human Rights, Rights Commission. Commission. Yes, yes, and ask if they will help us charge people <clears throat> to see our live podcast. We have to submit uh, like examples of our comedy to Human Rights Commission. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, because you know to to uh, they have to make sure if our uh, our 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 comedy is suitable for humans. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, how many are subscribed to the podcast? And you say, through iTunes, there's an estimated 5,000 per episode. <laughs> and I think the same amount through Nutimin. Mm. If there are 10,000 listeners, why the fur only 1,000 likes? He did write fur. Yeah. yeah. You say, and you say, I learned a long time ago that listeners don't always translate to likes. Why do I sound like a really <laughs> immature version of Werner Herzog? <laughs> but we are recording today, so we will ask them. This is actually, I sound like uh, this one uh, autistic uh, uh, guy I know. Oh, yeah. I sound like him. Yeah, and he comes to, he's, there's videos of him coming to your apartment. Yeah, Blay is the movie fan who is a friend of, I've known him for decades <clears throat> since I, he was a child. That's when I, I was uh, one of his caretakers. Yeah, because you used to work with autistic children. I it did. And if everything else fails, if suddenly my comedy and my cartoons don't work any longer for humans, mm-hmm. then I will go back to the autistic humans. Nice. They are my safety net. The, the, the o- o- autism is my safety net. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's your safe place too. <laughs> but but we should we should actually uh, point out. So our our agent. Uh, uh, the delightful Afni yes. would like to know if we have about 10,000 listeners per episode, why are they not liking our Australia Facebook page? Ah, yes, that's, uh, yeah. 
He, uh, like you said, they don't always translate to likes. But if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you happen to have a Facebook account, please go to our Facebook page, Australia, and like it so that we can show him that we do have a lot of listeners. Yeah, so we can prove to our agent that you guys exist. Yeah. That you are not figments of our imagination. In, imagine if, like, you know how on Twitter there are bots that follow people? Yeah. What if it's now bots have now reached a level where they are botting listening botting. to podcasts? <clears throat> like bots have become supreme procrastinators. Yes, maybe bots are getting more intelligent and maybe bots are like developing even a taste for podcasts. Yeah. I don't like this, but I like this. Bleep lord. Bleep lord. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, go like Australia on our, our Facebook page because we're we're not. I mean, I think we're both good at social media, but yeah. I think when it comes to, I don't know, when it comes to all the pages and the Twitters and the, it, there's so many. Yes, there. there <clears throat> uh, I I use the Facebook, I use the Twitter and the Instagram. Yeah. I also have a uh, Snapchat account. Me too. But I have no idea what to do with it. I, I find, and this is probably, I'm, pro I'm probably going to lose us listeners by saying this. Uh, I find watching people's Snapchat stories often is a waste of my time. <clears throat> unless, well, unless they're super interesting or super funny. I don't care that they're brushing their no, teeth. they're like a hundred teenagers going, how dare you? <laughs> unsubscribing to Australia. Yeah, unliking us on Facebook. No, I here's the thing. I've seen uh, I have friends who use uh, Snapchat uh, who are like Snapchat uh, addicts. Mm. They have to like document everything. Everything, and it's annoying. Yeah, and also I see this a lot of the time when they're Snapchatting, when they're snapping, they they go like, ah, do that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they have people repeat reality to them in order mm. for them to document it. So they are documenting a repetition of the actual thing so it's in like 50 percent of the cases it's, it's not it's, organic it's, yeah it's yeah. staged i i actually lost my shit at a friend uh, a few years ago because we were hanging out there was a group of us and then this song came on the radio and we were all a little bit tipsy and we danced along to this song and sang it mm -hmm. and the song just finished and this one friend in our group said, oh my God, I'm going to play that song and can you do that last bit again? Yeah. And I went, what? And and they said, oh, just so I can Snapchat it. Yes. And I just went, I'm not going to do that. Because if you would have done that, then it would just be a soulless echo of reality. Yeah, the moment happened, it's over. Let it go. Just yeah. have the memory. Absolutely. It's weird. We are living in strange time. We are on crossroads, I yeah. think. I think um, people are often like uh, uh, older people are worried about how uh, how social media and just <clears throat> the whole information age is desensitizing the, the young humans. Mm. 
I'm not so sure about that, but I think it's it is in some way creating a new breed of assholes. And, yeah. Uh, like, which are often uh, uh, called like annoying millennials, mm. something like that. But there are a lot of great young people as well. I think it's not killing anyone, but it's separating like brainless people from the smartphones. I think a bit. Mm. Uh, but of course, there are also a lot of snappers who are using Snapchat creatively. Uh, <laughs> Creatively, Them, and then he has to repeat them 
Yeah. And I can't remember. He was on the couch the other night and he was saying this word and I can't remember what the word was. But he was screaming at his phone, getting so, <laughs> so frustrated. <laughs> like, say the word was, like, metro. He was, metro, metro, metro. And it reminded me of that scene from the Pink Panther with Steve Martin, where he's like, I would like a hamburger. <laughs> and then he said, I don't understand. What am I saying wrong? And then I just pulled the phone and went, metro. <laughs> Correct. And then it also because we have an Apple TV with the the Siri function. Yeah. So you, you might say, um, hey Siri, can you find the trailer for Oh, I said hey Siri. Yep. <laughs> it's my phone. <laughs> Allow your phone said Hey Siri oh, oh, oh now it's locked. Hey Siri, can you find the trailer for I said hey Siri and and now Siri is looking for And now your Siri is doing <laughs> Hey Siri, locked. Hey Siri, can you find the locked? Okay, we should Siri, never say Siri, that. Siri, can you find? Wow, it's just, it, it's almost like it's writing a lyric that's uh, the Siri version of Hey Mickey, you're so fine. But it's Hey Siri, locked. Hey Siri, can you find the trailer? Oh, oh, Don't say hey Siri. <laughs> I'm predicting like a dystopian future when Siri takes over and these people are just uh, people are hiding in the room saying, Don't say hey Siri. It will wake it up. Say what? <laughs> Don't say hey Siri. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> humans, humans. <laughs> But it's so sensitive. Looking for humans. The other day I was talking about a documentary that I saw about a serial killer. And my phone said, what can I help you with, Jonathan? (laughs) Yeah, hey, serial killer. But like the Apple TV. Hey, serial killer? No. No. Um, But the Apple TV, he's constantly... Yours? (laughs) My phone is a serial killer. (laughs) Oh, dear. But he's constantly screaming at it. And then I just, I, I this is another thing. I, I go, should I just take it off him and do it myself? Yeah. And, but nine times out of 10, I let him go. And then the other thing he does is when he doesn't know the word in English, because French people are taught that English came from French, yeah. which to some degree it did, but it also came from a the million. French people are taught that everything came from, came France, from France, except for, here's the thing. It was recently discovered. This is something I read on the web. Uh, it must that, be true. So it must be true uh, that pizza is actually not originated from Italy, but from France. How? And then France said, nope, no, we did not make that. <laughs> we did everything else, <laughs> Except but not that. the pizza. Um, but he, he, because they're taught that uh, so many English words came from French, if he doesn't know the... Um, English word for something he will just use the French word and try and put an English accent on it like the other day we were waiting in a parking lot at Ikea and he saw a family where everybody looked identical and he tried to say the word inbreeding but instead used the French word and then I'm like I've never heard that word in my entire life I don't know what it means and then he looked it up in his little dictionary turns out it is an English word 
but it's a word no one uses unless they're a philosophy major or doing a PhD in like it's it's very high order English that a lot oh, of people have it's never like heard. Blood shame. What's blood shame? That's inbreeding. Oh, <laughs> in Icelandic. Yeah, it's one of the words like blood scum. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good word. Blood Blow. scum. Bl- scum is it, shame. Is shame. Oh. Uh, so blow the scum. Blow the... It's weird that you have a word for it, considering your nation was built on it. Um, we. I mean, I think we're not very. We're not that inbred. We're like all. We are like one step from inbreeding. Like brothers and sisters, yeah. immediate family was not okay. Yeah, yeah the cousins that. was fine. Cousins, well, we tried not to do the cousins. Even, <laughs> even try not to do the cousins. <laughs> but they're so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Shelbyville, Manhattan. <laughs> we will have a new city where we can be free and practice our yeah. own ways and marry our cousins. We're just many enough not to be inbred. If we would be a smaller country, <clears throat> we would be... Like the Faroe Islands. Well, yes, you said it, I didn't. Uh, then we would need more inbred. Like the Faroe Islands. 50,000 people, how do they keep... They must have a lot of genetic diseases. Yeah. They don't like the gays over in Faroe Islands. They do not. That's why they all live here in Denmark. You know, all the gay Faroe... Uh, fa- the gay fairies? Gay fairy, <laughs> fairies? Fairies? <laughs> That's... That's what you call them, fairies. I don't know. I just made it up. Yeah, fairy. But they, they. But they have no like pharaohs either. No. No pyramids at all. No. I mean, I think that island wouldn't fit a pyramid. What does is is that a, is it a word? Does it mean anything? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. No, I think we cracked it. It's fairies. Mm. Yeah. The Pharaoh Islands, uh, but they. Yeah, they don't like gays. So most of the gay men, especially, move here or to Denmark. <clears throat> you know, uh, we la- laugh a lot. I think uh, uh, we Icelanders we laugh a lot about the Faroe uh, Faroe language, mm. fairies, mm. fairies. Uh, but they also laugh at our language, so it's I, th- I think it's equally rid- ridiculous from both sides. For example, a gym teacher is in uh, uh, is in Icelandic Lake famous Canary, which pretty much means gym, gym teacher. teacher. Yeah, but in Fairies, it's kroppatemjari, uh, which means a tamer of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so special. The first, the, did I ever tell you about the, body. the first time I ever heard Fairies? First time? Yeah, it was at the opening ceremony for Reykjavik Pride, not last year, the year before. And there was a Fairies um, singer. Who yeah. lives here in Iceland? He's amazing. He's also a film director. His name is Heydrich Auhagem. Um, he's done music videos for Ivor, and and he does his own music as well. Be- like absolutely amazing creative <clears throat> guy. Um, and he was performing there, and we were in the dressing room, and there's all this Icelandic going on, and uh, I heard him. I knew nothing about him. I heard him speaking to one of his band members. And I was just fixated. And then he kind of looked over and said, "What? what's up? And I went, are you speaking Faroese? He said, yeah, how did you know? And the words that literally came out of my mouth were, it just sounds like retarded Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> like it was all, it almost sounded like Icelandic, but it just 
had they were saying letters differently. Yeah, they have more Danish influence, I think, because they are they are p- pretty much a Danish, still a Danish colony. Mm. Some kind of I don't know. I don't follow the politics, but they're not. Uh, yeah, I think they use Danish cronus. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're 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 part of Denmark. They're a part of Denmark. But are they there? They're not their own country, are they? They're kind of. Uh, I think it's similar with the Greenland. Uh, they are part of the Danish Empire. Dan- Denmark used to be an empire. Yeah, so did Britain. Yeah. In France, in the Netherlands, yeah. in Spain. Yeah. Danish, Danish people used to own us, uh, Icelanders, but then uh, the war happened and uh, it was uh, Denmark was occupied by Nazis mm. and Iceland says, this is our chance. Leave. So we, while they were dealing with the Nazis, we took our freedom. I Bilgia has explained this to me and I love the way she explains it. She said that basically Iceland called... Denmark and said we want to be our own country now and Denmark was like well we're occupied we can't do anything about it so have fun (laughs) we're kind of occupied right now can we talk about this later (laughs) we're kind of occupied right now kind of occupied can we talk about it later no we cannot (laughs) no no it is happening and you, we can just eat our sheep and we, we will just have sex with the Americans. <laughs> and on that note, I'm an Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are... Australia, Australia, together we're Australia, Australia. Australia is separation not so much. I don't know what that meant, but it was kind of pretty. It felt like the 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 funeral scene for a soldier in a, in a patriotic movie in America. Yes. Yeah. 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 As they're folding the flag. Yeah, it's like an Irish funeral. Like yeah. Irish American funeral. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. And the sun. There's a bit of lens flare. Just as the flag is flapping. Yeah. Uh, I th- like, you always, like in the movies, you hear, see a lot of like of Irish descent characters. Mm. There's a Jewish descent, Irish descent, Italian descent. There is one like immigrant uh, section in America, which is like larger than most of the others. That's the German immigrants. Mm. But you never hear, hear about like uh, those people uh, they, being not, proud of their descent. No, that's it's not being cool. It's not. It's still not cool to be a proud German. Did you know the Pennsylvania Dutch? You've heard that before. The Pennsylvania Dutch, like the the descendants, mm-hmm. they're called Pennsylvania Dutch, right? But they're actually German. They're actually German, and it's because their language was Deutsch, and so the Americans called them Dutch, even though it was German, because Dutch is Nederland. It's not Deutsch. Ich verstehe. <laughs> ja, ich verstehe. <laughs> uh, I lived in Holland for eight months and I <clears throat> I could... Uh, the only thing I can say is... .nl Dot .nl Yes. Because, <laughs> because it's on TV all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you have to see... I'm going to see if I can find it and share it on our page. Sarah Jessica Parker... <clears throat> does commercials in the Netherlands for 
like a homewares store. It's like a department store called Blocker. Oh. And there's all these commercials where she's having these dinner parties in her New York apartment and all her American friends are like, what is this? And, you know, and she explains and she got it. I got it at the blocker in Amsterdam. And then she incorporates uh, Dutch words in there. But with a really like there's one word in Dutch called gezellig, which is like higa or huga or kuslek or... Um, you know, like if you're gonna clear your throat, you just uh, maybe we should yeah. uh, pause it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have a cough button. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it means it's like nice, cozy atmosphere, like gezellig. Mm. But she says, "I got it. The blocker. It's gezellig." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But she and that's it at at blocker. Puntenel. 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 That's all you learned in eight months. Yeah, well, I didn't socialize with the Dutch. And they you just hang out with other Icelanders? Uh, other other foreigners. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that explains why so many foreigners in Iceland don't know any Icelandic. Yeah. Especially if you tend to live in a community filled with only other people from where you're from. I mean, uh, I, I'm, you're, I'm friends with you. You're yeah. a foreigner. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know my favorite? We all have like one, one foreigner. We all, I'm the token. Yeah, you're my token foreigner. <laughs> and uh, Andrew, I, token I, I gay. Don't, I don't need, I don't need more. Do you know what I love that's about? Why, that's why whenever, whenever you go to the bathroom and I'm left sitting with your gent- French gentleman. Yeah. We don't say anything because whenever he starts to, to uh, starts a conversation, I said I already have a gay <laughs> foreigner. <laughs> Let's just wait for Jonathan to come back. But you could, you could, uh, you could, he could usurp me because he's three tokens. Yes. yes. He's foreign, gay, and black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he has, he's like, uh, yeah, he has uh, worth more points. He is. He's a more evolved Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Gotta catch them all. You're like, you're like, uh, it's like three, uh, three uh, steps. Yeah, each Pokemon, right? I think so. Three, You're the second step. I'm the second and, and foreign, and he's he's, he's the, the, the ultimate form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his form is he's he's called Confusabub yeah. because he confuses people by speaking English. <laughs> I'm gonna be in so much trouble if he ever hears this. But the I was thinking before, whenever I go to a coffee shop, yeah, or a, a cafe. There's one thing in Dutch that I will always remember that I love. Their word for uh, latte. Right. It's a coffee for Kiert. It means wrong coffee. So, or upside down coffee. Like it's wrong. It's, it's just Be- wrong. Because in their opinion, it has way too much milk in it. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> coffee for Kiert. Yeah, okay. And, and they've only just recently started to use latte. Yeah. Like I remember the the very first time I went to uh to the Netherlands years and years ago, I asked for a latte and I was mm. corrected. It's yeah. a coffee with gear in the ear. Mm, yeah. Yes, I never liked lattes. It doesn't have a kick to it. Yeah, I do. Because I've been through so many things in life where I've had to give up stuff like, you know, food I like and booze, and then eventually it's like, well, my coffee's all I got left. How's that going, by the way? I'm still sober. You're Is still it time for Operation, Operation Sex God? Yeah, I'm still sober. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I, 
I have uh, okay. Here's here's this the sober diaries with Jonathan Duffy. Um, I. I think this. I'm just making yeah. that like. Is that, a, is, 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 okay. That okay. Should, okay. Be a should I write a diary? Yes. Okay. 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 Dear diary, it's been over two weeks since I last got drunk. I have noticed very little difference in my life. Days seem longer. Nights, too. I lie awake thinking about civilization. Thinking about how I will move my entire apartment to a downtown apartment where there's very little parking and only access to a small car. Sometimes I wonder what will happen next week on American Horror Story and how I will get through. This is the end of today's diary. That's it. It's, it's, it's... I, I must... <laughs> I must be quiet now, or else Siri will wake up. <laughs> Humans. Humans. Sleep, Lord. <laughs> but I, I, I haven't noticed a huge amount. I mean, I well, actually, I was told yesterday by a super hot French guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, have He said, have you lost weight? Yeah, I f- it looks like you've lost a bit of weight. And I went, I don't think so. I haven't mm. weighed myself, but it doesn't really... I noticed today my pants feel a little looser. Um, but he said, oh, it looks like you've lost weight. And then I I, I, I didn't enjoy this, but I think it's adorable because I was getting dressed at the time. And he said, does that mean I need to say goodbye to this tummy forever? Oh, yeah. And I said, with any luck. And then he um, he, he gave my, my tummy a hug mm. and said, goodbye, tummy. I will miss you. <laughs> like a child saying goodbye to a pregnant mommy going to the hospital. Yeah. Soon you will turn into my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> you should do liposuction so and you, that you can make like a child out of the fat. What do they do with the fat? Well, in Fight Club, they make soap out of it. Out of liposuction? Yeah. You know, oh, so I remember club? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in 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 um, basketball, they slurped Marlon Brando's liposuction fat when they would. You know how they tried to fake out people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, it's Marlon Brando's liposuction fat. Mm, it's all warm and salty. <laughs> oh God! I'd love to see what ended up on the cutting room floor in that movie. A lot of things are yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how's your operation sex god going? Yes, well, I have not been drinking except for a few acceptations. Mm-hmm. For example, if you get a cold and have to drink whiskey, which I've been oh, doing yeah. for the past two days. And as a, I can actually say this: if you're, as long as you're not an alcoholic, as a performer, if you, and I learned this from a very uh, professional performer here in Iceland, if you have to sing or talk for a long time on stage. And you have a chest infection or a cold, and it's going to affect your voice. An hour beforehand, just get a neat double whiskey, top shelf, uh-huh. and sip on it. Yeah, I did that. I I, I tried. Yeah, neat is uh, essential because I mm. did try the ice thing, and that just takes all the kick out of it. Mm. So uh, yeah. Uh, I always I wanted I only ordered uh, on ice because I wanted to say on the rocks. Yeah, sounds cool, but it's not cool. It tastes better neat. It's ironically not cool. Yeah, to make it cool. 
and what else? And what else about the Operation Sex Gods? Yeah. <sighs> Not a lot, but I mean, I just, I, have, uh, I eat less shit, mm. really. Yeah, mm. I've been working at home a lot. I've been avoiding to, uh, well, it depends on how uh, high my ADHD is. Mm. Well done! Thank you! You Thank said you. it! Uh, you didn't say HGH. So, uh, depending on how uh, how strong my ACTC is that, that <laughs> on that particular day, I, mm, I if, if it's very high, then I can't sit still. So mm. I have to take my work, if I'm drawing or writing, I have to take my work outside to a coffee place yeah. where it's less acceptable for you to like uh, pace the floors like a maniac. Mm. Because that's what I do here. But uh, now I've actually so that's so when you when you have like a blocker you're stuck you get up and just walk around yeah 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 I walk around to find myself just uh, moving objects in the kitchen mm-hmm. for no reason just mm-hmm. because my brain is just stuck somewhere and uh, or, or just my brain is everywhere but uh, if I go to a coffee shop then I I'm social socially. Uh, restricted from pacing around so I just have to sit down and do my work mm. uh, and I uh, often like log out of Facebook because I just uh, just go like go without thought into the Facebook mm-hmm. how do you say it without thought uh, subconsciously subconsciously yeah and uh, <clears throat> yeah so uh, but in the past days I've actually managed to sit still and ra- and draw tons of jokes because I have to finish up this uh, cartoon book mm. and that's because of podcasts uh, and I've been listening to podcast uh, well it's straight off the uh, uh, national radio station mm. uh, it's um, young Nars new show oh and uh, he uh, he has an ability to calm me down and also sometimes if I'm really like my brain is really uh, explosive it's uh, my brain is really scattered brain. Mm. I go here down into the bunker and do uh, maybe twenty minutes on the video game. Mm-hmm. That, that's like a shower for your brain. Yeah, like I hot shower for I would brain. agree. It's be- I think it's better than Facebook. <clears throat> yes, it is better than Facebook because Facebook was uh, people whining about a, a situation that will only be fixed through. Um, in in like uh, uh, through a series of generations mm. but in uh, video games you kill robot monsters yeah so it's obviously better i forgot to tell you there's something i've been doing when i have to do that yeah when i need to step out and there's two things i've been reading more yes I reading have. is good. Reading is good. And the other... Read, 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 read. Is that what Werner says? Yes, that's one of... That's his first commandment. Read. Read, read, read. Read poetry. Yeah. My, my, my other is... I've started in the morning and at night. I no longer check Facebook for the first two and last two hours of the day. Yeah. Because uh, I was... I read studies that basically said if you avoid that for the first two and last two hours of the day, you will keep your IQ points up. If you don't, if you check Facebook within the first two hours and last two hours of the day, you will actually end up dumber at the end of the day. Okay, I have a new sex god uh, goal. Yeah. Less Facebook. 
Yeah. No Facebook in the morning, no Facebook in the evening. Mm -hmm. Just and two hours just after two you hours. wake up. Yes. And what I've been doing instead, uh -huh. and I know this might be difficult for you because you're trying to be more positive about the world. Yes. I have been reading the news. I installed the BBC and Sky News apps on my phone. Yeah. And when I'm having my coffee in the morning, if I don't have a book to read, I will check the news headlines and I avoid... You know, uh, stupid fluff stories. I just try and stay informed on on politics <clears throat> and and world issues. Yeah, you avoid clickbaits. Yeah, uh, I heard a new how to speak Australian. Woo! This is a random. It's a... all over the yes. place today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, f first of all, I want to say because I've been working at home, I'm eating out of the fridge. Yeah. So I'm eating just crackers and uh, and carrots and mm. stuff. So nice. That's, that's really good for my sex spot. Sex bud. Sex bud. Yay! <laughs> Happy accident. Uh, but uh, in Australian, I uh, I heard a new uh, slang mm. on the Facebook, which is smedludolgur. Smedludolgur. Dolgur. Yes. Well, it's a play on a word called medludolgur. Medludolgur uh -huh. is a word, Icelandic word for a pimp. Uh -huh. Dolgur means basically a thug. Metla means a hooker. So a hooker thug is a is pimp. Is a pimp. I like that. But uh, the word for click is smetla. Oh, so clickbait? Yeah, so clickbait is, uh, is uh, smetla beta. Mm. But uh, smetlu dolgur is, is somebody a who shares. Thug. And click thug is somebody who writes those articles. Oh. Who is a special breed of a journalist mm. who writes uh, articles only for you to click on in order to it being more viewed, in order for him to get uh, more paid or keep his job or whatever. This metal dolgur. There are a few of them I know by name here in Iceland. There are clickbaiters here in Iceland. Yeah, well, it's... um, <clears throat> You can do like a really just basic clickbait things which is just uh, how the uh, how child actors look like today oh yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Icelandic, why nobody will hire Catherine yeah. Heigl anymore but Icelandic smedl dolgs dolgar uh, uh, click thugs mm. they more used like local news about okay. uh, so like it's often about people arguing on Facebook mm -hmm. so if I would for example, voice my opinion about another uh, C-list celebrity, mm. they would make a thing out of it and make a clickbait article about it on one of their sites. All right. So, Smedledolgur. Right. I like Smedledolgur. Dolgur. Dolgur. Smedledolgur. Well, I was sent a list of words from an Australian listener who said, here's uh, someone's... His, his, his actual comment was, this, this, segment, Australia, this segment in the Australia podcast has seemed a little dormant. Yes. But you may have some fresh terms from this pick. He sent me a pick. Now, one of them, um, I've already... So there's a couple. You already know Durry, cigarette. Mm -hmm. Arvo. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Pash. Pash. To make out. Ah, pash. Yui, as in U-turn. Ah. Siki, as in 
Chakasiki, as in you, you call in sick to work. Sicky? Chakasiki? Yeah. Chakasiki. <laughs> oh, I'm chucking a sicky. I don't want to go in. Um, the- Chakasiki because I got uh, a siffy from Pashin. What's a siffy? It's syphilis. Oh. <laughs> You get I I discovered it's you can actually get um, gonorrhea from kissing. Oh really? No, yeah, gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing another um, more journalistic podcast uh, in Iceland, and I had to interview a, a sexual health professional in Melbourne. And they were talking about how gonorrhea is on the rise, mm. but recent studies have shown that you can get it from kissing. And throat gonorrhea tends to spread easier. So even if you're using a condom, mm. if you're having anal or vaginal sex and you go down on someone in either the butt or the vagina, whatever, and you use, or you use spit down there, you're spreading gonorrhea to their, their nether regions. And so they're doing a trial to see if mouthwashes can stop that. Ah. So the new, newest trend in the future might be if this turns out to work. That you just go to the bathroom and gargle some Listerine before you have the intercourse. I thought the movie Gone Girl was about the girl with gonorrhea. <laughs> but the word I was going to teach you was pingers. Pingers? Mm. Uh, those are little dwarf-like creatures that live uh, below your floorboards. Pingers. I think that... I think we got some pingers. We've got some fucking pingers down here. Uh, no. Spreading the gonorrhea. The pingers are uh, when you, um, any kind of pill you take that gives you a high. So like pingers. ecstasy, oh, right. you know, like in pill form, they're called pingers. Oh, happy pills. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pinger. Pinger. Yeah, he's going to chuck a sickie tomorrow. I spent all weekend on pingers. My birthday's coming up. I better, better stock up on pingers. <laughs> Speaking of birthday, if you are in Iceland on the 4th of October, which is a Wednesday evening, you can join an Australia Australia live podcast at Hurra, which starts at 10 p.m. Yes. Uh, And uh, it will go right through to midnight when you will turn the big 4-0. The big 4-0. So if you would like to be there for the uh, transition of Hulle, from his in Iceland, from his forties to his fifties. Yeah, I will be transitioning from a man to a man, man. A man, man. Yes. Uh, and then when I'm sixty. I'm a man, man, man. And tickets are cheap, aren't they? Yes, it's a thousand kroners. One thousand kroner. So it's a what do you call it? Edkat. Thusukat. Thusukat. Thusundkat. Thousand man. Thousand man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here is the thing. We have to discuss this. Uh, because we are going to do it uh, differently than other times. Mm. Uh, because we have to start at maybe 11 with yeah. the live podcasting. So yeah. we can cross over to the, uh, over midnight. So, mm. uh, so I will actually, we will tape the moment when I turn 40. Mm. This means then that we have to do something before that. Maybe we should do some of the Uppistand. We could do some of the Uppistand. We could be some, do some of the Kneipugauta. Uh, is that roasting? Kneipugata. Kneipa is an old word for a pub. A pub quiz. Yes. Ah, yeah, and we could do one about you. Ooh, about me? <laughs> <laughs> All about me. 
or or even an Australia related pub quiz. We could test people's listening of of the show. Yes, I mean uh, I think that's 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 something. Yeah, it could uh, it would be like uh, it's a good source for all sort of humorous hijinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are funny guys. We are funny guys. We are funny guys. We say funny things. We are comedians. We're comedians. We're comedians with comedian brains, <laughs> and we use that brain to send out comedy words through our mouth yeah. using tongues, funny tongues. But since you're about to turn forty, I guess this means it's your your second last, your penultimate. Yes. Uh, penultimate. Embarrassment of the week. Uh, as a 39-year-old. Yes, my embarrassment is this. Mm. My super hot lady friend, she turned 30 oh. this week. Happy birthday. I almost said your name on air. Yeah, you can. I don't know. I said, <laughs> I said her name in an interview. It's going to be like documented that she is my girlfriend. Happy birthday, Alba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on print. Yeah. In some uh, newspaper, I really don't remember which one. They are all the same. They are all owned by a political party in some way or another, I yeah. guess. That's what they tell me. That's what Facebook was always telling me. Chemtrails. Chemtrails. Um, but yes, uh, she had a birthday and I thought, what the fuck am I going to give her? What the fuck am I going to give her? Mm. And I'd also been so busy writing, so my brain was just stuffed with all sorts of thoughts. And I had... So, but the, uh, and also... Uh, she is not an easy person to give something to, but uh, is that because she's a strong, independent woman and already has everything she could possibly need in life? That's exactly it. Yeah, uh, that happens to people when they get older. Yeah, I think as you age, it gets harder to buy you gifts because it's just like I don't need anything. Yeah, I'm, I mean, people have told me oh, there's no, uh, it's going to be so easy shopping for you. I'll just go to Nexus. Which is the local comic book store. But you have like a billion kroners worth of credit there. Yes, and also people can't just walk into Nexus and buy the next nerdy thing they find because I have a particular taste. Mm. They know, for example, that I, I like Spider-Man, but I don't particularly like the web of Spider-Man number 198. Mm. That's a sucky issue. Okay. So you can't... I'll take your word for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said something wrong. But, uh, <laughs> it's no amazing Spider-Man 183. <laughs> but... Um, you don't want somebody to buy you some stupid Dark Phoenix <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Or but... that period during the 90s where Wonder Woman looked like she was from a bad rap video. <laughs> you don't want to buy... You, if you're going to buy like uh, X-Men, the Claremont years... You have to buy the early years, not the late years, because the late years sucked. <laughs> I feel like we should have Ivar here to join <laughs> this conversation. But uh, uh, here uh, is the thing. I Then I remember, because when we started dating, I took her on the best date ever, which was the Eurovision finals yeah. in Iceland when Svala won. And she, she was rooting for Dade Freyr, mm. who was second place and had mm. a great song and had this awesome... It's a like, beautiful song. Yeah, and he also, like, his his group had this great, like, minimalistic 8-bit aesthetic. And they all wore sweaters with yeah. the same thing on them. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to give her one of those sweaters. <gasps> I know, like, the colors don't work on her because she is uh, much cooler than that. Mm. Uh, uh, 
but I thought this could be like her cuddle sweater. Mm. She could to cuddle up in the sofa with that if on on cold winter's eves. Mm. So I went on a mission on her actual birthday because mm-hmm. she was working nine to five, and I was going to use that nine to five uh, period of time segment of the day to find that present. Mm-hmm. I actually sent Daddy Frey himself a message, and he told me uh, I should. Uh, no, I, I, he didn't answer, but I I, uh, I found it on the internet then on something something uh, some web page where they were selling it on a web page, and mm-hmm. I, thought, I just called them because I have to get it today. And mm-hmm. I called them, and they told me it's actually uh, people at, at another store down uh, town that know it. You should call this uh, woman who works there, and oh, I God. called her. And she wasn't there, and she was uh, on lunch uh, at two o'clock for some reason. And uh, I said, okay, I'll just wait an hour. But then Daddy Freyr answered, and he said, it's actually for sale in that particular store. You should just go there. And I said, okay, I won't wait for the woman f- to come from the lunch, so I will just go to the store. And I went to the store, and I asked the lady there, do you have Daddy Freyr f- shirts, uh, sweaters? And she said, well, no, actually, the guys who uh, are selling them on the internet, they already came and took them away. And I said, oh, well, I just talked to them. So I left the store and I called the guys on the webpage and they said, oh, well, okay. So we took them back. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I am not actually taking care of that. This other guy is doing that. Here's his number. And I called him and he didn't answer. So I sent him a message. And then I sat down and had a double whiskey and waited for an hour and he didn't answer. And then I sort of finally answered and said, well, actually, I haven't picked it up. It's still in the store. So I went back to the store and talked to the lady. And the lady says, well, actually, we just, we, it's all in boxes and it's somewhere in our uh, storeroom. And we have it all numbered, so we can't take it out. But, but I said, well, well, I actually talked to the guy on the webpage. So they, should, I, they said that I could just buy it on the webpage and show you the receipt. And you could give me this letter. They said, well, we can't do that because then we'd have to just open all the boxes and we already have it all numbered. But I said, really? So you just, so it's in this building? And she said, yes. And you can't go and get that sweater which is in this building inside a box right now. No, I can't. Because Even though you said it's all numbered, so you should be able to find it by the number. Yes, well, she said no. And then I left the building confused and I said, no, okay, I can't, I can't make it end like this. So I called... Uh, the I called the store which I just exited again mm. and asked about the woman I was supposed to, the the woman who was supposed to give me the information which I never the woman the lunch woman which I never spoken to and she said okay I'll just uh, the one who answered said I'll just have her call you back in a moment and then ten minutes later I got a call from the store not from that woman from some other guy who said oh yes well, well we already have it in the storeroom and we don't have it packed down they were going to get it yesterday but they didn't get it yesterday but you know technically it's out of the store so you know on paper it's not with us yes but in reality it it's is, there it's there yes but not on paper so you can't uh, take it out of the box like just just as a favor and i will pay you or whatever yeah, well, the, the storage room guys, they just left. It's five o'clock now. Yes, I know it's five o'clock. I've been trying to do I've this. I've been trying to do this the whole day. And my, my super hot lady friend is coming from work. Um, and then uh, 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 she, uh, she said, yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do. And then I just, oh, okay. Uh, 
and I just felt defeated like a character from a Kafka novel. I was about to say. Yes, very, <laughs> it's very, very Kafka. It's more Kafkaesque than an American airport. Yeah. And uh, then I uh, went home and sat down on the bed. I did not cry, but I almost cried. I was just sitting on a bed in the darkness and my lip was shivering. Oh. So I didn't give her anything for her birthday, her 30th birthday. Which is like a very big round number. It's huge. That's, as a, that's the amount of time that they almost go back and front, uh, back and forward in uh, the Back to the Future movies. So it's 30 years? Yes. I didn't realize that. It's 80, it starts in 85, it goes to 55, and 2015, and then jumps to 1885 also. Mm. Uh, but uh, yes, so I just all I had for her birthday was this story. And she was she she uh, she uh, was flattered that I had spent. I, I was also sick. Mm. I had a cold, mm. so I had spent the whole day uh, in stuck in this ridiculous nightmare, looking for a sweater that she's not really gonna wear outside her house. Yeah. It was still going to be a gesture of our uh, of romance, reminding her of our best date. And now, if I get that sweater today or tomorrow, the kind of moment has gone, oh. I think. So but she I appreciated have no, I, the gesture. She did, but I still have to give her something. Yeah. Because, you know, my birthday is coming up. <laughs> and she has to owe me. Because <laughs> that's why you give gifts. That's why you give gifts. Oh. Yes. Well, that's kindness in, in, yeah, in a nutshell. You mm. do it to, so you get the rewards. I thought I had found something for your birthday yesterday. Yeah? I won't tell you about it, but I uh, it's it yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But my embarrassment of the week um is it involves a big media story in Australia. So, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there was a woman in Australia who's uh I think she's 28 or something right. and she started an app called The Whole Pantry which was all about um, using the power of positive thinking, fresh food, and uh, uh, exercise to combat sickness. And she allegedly had cured herself of terminal brain cancer mm -hmm. that had also spread to her liver and kidneys, and she'd had heart uh, operations, and she completely cured herself of, of cancer. Right. And so she, she started a blog. She got a lot of attention from it. Then she had an app that went in the iTunes store that in its first week had over 300,000 downloads. Um, and cracks in her story started to appear when charities that she had promised to donate money to started asking why they hadn't received the money that she was advertising on her website that had gone to them. This woman, by the way, also her app was going to be it. She had signed a deal with Apple where when the Apple watch came out, it was an automatic download on the Apple watch in America and Australia. Right. So she hit the big time with this one. She also got a book deal with Penguin yes. um, uh, for a cookbook uh -huh. that did this. Then and suddenly when these charities started talking to people about, you know, Belle, what's her name? Annabelle Chung. Uh, no, Annabelle Chung. Um, 
Gibson, Bella mm. Gibson. Mm. Um, you know, when, when they started asking about her, then journalists pounced on it. And then all of these things started coming out. And it basically went over almost a year and a half to the point where on 60 minutes after being paid $44,000, she admitted she never had any of these cancers. Um, and of the $300,000 she allegedly had donated to charities, only 7,000 had been donated to charities. And it wasn't even from her. It was from her boyfriend. Uh, and just yesterday, an Australian court ruled that she would have to pay $440,000 in damages for breaking laws of which, you know, from misleading the public, Uh like uh, she'd been living a, a million dollar lifestyle And throughout this entire story, which I had been following the entire time, I was thinking, I know her face. I know this girl's face. She has this, like, basically just looks like a basic white girl. Yeah. Um, But it's like, I know her face because she's got these kind of crazy eyes. Yeah. And why do I know her face? And then just this morning, I looked up her entire story on Wikipedia and I found where she went to high school which is Wynnum State High, which is where I grew up. I went to the rival school, Wynnum North. She's the one that turned you gay. No, but she's a little younger than me. Okay. And I remembered this morning why I know her face. I, in one of my many previous jobs, used to teach acting classes after school to kids. She was one of my students. You taught her to lie. I taught her to lie. <laughs> <laughs> How wonderful. Yeah, I, I, sh- I used to teach her after school acting classes, uh, you know, prob- probably like in, you know, the early 2000s. And I actually remember her. Um, we used to do these summer camps where the kids would we'd go away to this place and they do acting workshops in like clown and physical theater and all this stuff all day. And then you'd have this big murder mystery night halfway through and five days of this camp. And the, it was a, a beautiful place because the kids, no bullying was allowed. It was all inclusive. Everyone was supposed to be uh, 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 supportive of each other. You know, later down the track, I would soon find out that I was working for a cult, but didn't realize it. Um, <laughs> didn't realize it at the time. Um, That's how they work. That's how they work. Uh, and uh, and by the way, the owner of this this academy was was really into the secret. Yeah. And that was actually compulsory in, in all of the teachers. You had to read the secret and all of the... I mean, it was a, it was a little bit Dianetics. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I remember actually going to the owner of the business once after having a particularly difficult class where a kid with a feeding tube mm. and severe behavioral difficulties had pulled it out and squirted me with the juice in my mouth. Um, and he, yeah. And I said to him, I don't think I can do this anymore. Cause I also found out that he was going to people in this particularly rough area and finding people who had troubled children and telling them that this was going to be a great, um, reliever for them for two hours once a week. And, you know, I was supposed to teach these kids. So he was acting. He was bringing you like rufflings. Rufflings. And I was on my own. I didn't even have a teaching assistant. I I bring you rufflings. And I was 19 years old. And, (laughs) and, um, and I remember asking him about this and, and, you know, what, I I don't really want to be in this class. I don't feel prepared for this. And I'm not a special needs teacher. I'm here to teach acting classes after school. And he, I remember he said, and I was like, you know, and I'm dealing with my own things. I was going through kind of an emotional breakdown at the time and dealing with other shit. And he said, I think you need to go home and read The Secret again. 
Um, <laughs> and that's when I left because I was like, oh my God, this is a cult. But I used to teach her. Wow. Okay. I used to teach Annabelle Gibson. So you created a monster. I created a monster. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. You must be stopped. The worst part was I was reading her, her story and this is the worst part about me as a human. She totally fabricated all the cancer and all that stuff. But when I was reading all this, her story, I was like, if she had just paid the charities, she'd still have the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's how a lot of people get into trouble. Not paying the thing. Mm. Because they like... What What is it about money? Because I like having money so I can uh, just watch entertainment mm. and eat food. Mm. That's what money is for. Why do you want to sit on a mountain of money mm. that you're not going to be able to spend? Well, you can if you live like a millionaire and spend it, spend it on uh, just, I don't know, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I never, it never appealed to me. I think if I had like oodles of cash, yeah. I'd probably make sure I, a couple things I would do. I would just own the place I live in mm -hmm. so that I don't have to worry about paying rent. Right. I would uh, use some of the money to make sure I bought investments so that I wouldn't have to work all the time. So that there's always an inflow of cash, like an investment property that people rent. And then I would just use it to create art and travel. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would use it to make art and travel. That's good. Everything... Everything you look if you use it creatively, creatively, yeah. Then, uh, then I think your money is well spent. If you use it to, yeah, just anything but sitting on it like a, a CGI dragon played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would basically just do the Rooney Mara, which is Rooney or Kate Mara, as yeah. in like you know they were they were born wealthy. Uh huh. So they don't really thirst for money. Right. So those two sisters, you know, their parents own uh -huh. a New York baseball team. Uh -huh. uh, they have just been able, they haven't had to have that second job. So they just went after their dream, yeah. which was acting. Yes. And, and spent all of their time and energy to being great. And, you know, Rooney won an Academy Award, didn't she? She did. Yeah. I probably. Girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. Uh, did she win for that? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Nominating is an honor in its own. It is. It is an honor just to be not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's now time for what are we? Is it time? Yeah, the answer actually. Gay to be straight. Okay, I asked you about this. This is gay to be straight. Okay, but I I, I asked you, uh, and either you didn't give me a proper answer, uh -huh. or I wasn't listening. I think a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Why is the G? Like LBG, LGBT, LGBT, mm. LGBT, LGBT, yeah, LGBTQIAA, AA. So AA is part of it now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, why is the because why is the L? Les yeah. Why is the L first? Yeah, that's now why L is for lesbian mm -hmm. and gay is for gay. gay, but lesbians are gay. Yeah, but um, from my limited understanding of this, it used to be GLBT. Uh -huh. It used to be just gay. Then, because, you know, women are more marginalized, marginalized than men, uh, yes. they yes. decided that, they, they, that both men and women needed to be represented. So lesbians are women. 
Yes. So then it was, we should have an L and a G. Yes. Then it was, you know, bisexuals uh, uh-huh. didn't fit into either of that category, uh-huh. so they were a given B. a B. Then trans people, it's about gender identity. Uh-huh. Uh, so they I'm were like... turning into a car. <laughs> oh, no, now you've just put this image in my head of Caitlyn Jenner saying Autobots assemble. Um, uh, and, and then, so that's trans. And then you've got I, which is intersex, which there was a derogatorily known as hermaphrodites. Oh, intersex. Intersex. Interesting. Interesting. So intersex are people who are are biologically born neither male nor female, and that could be that they have both genitalia, they have no formed genitalia, they could have um, hormone imbalances like androgen insensitivity syndrome where they look like one, but internally they're actually the other. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so that's I, and then A, asexual has been added recently. Uh-huh. That's the four, that's the first A? That's the first A. The second A is allies. Allies. Ah, yes. Like mm-hmm. the ones who were bending the second world war. Yes. Yes. So, so, so you're access- an ally. Yes. Because you're a straight, you don't identify as any of those things. No. But you're with us in our cause, yes. so you're an ally. I am an ally, despite that Transformers joke I did earlier. Yeah, which was, you, you meant no ill feelings. I think it was okay. I think it was okay yes. also. As uh, well. But yeah, okay, you explained it. I think you uh, probably was to be, probably it used to be GLBT, yeah. and then uh, almost universally over time it's become LGBT, because it was like, well, the gay men were always put first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we should... Try, it's it's about yeah. trying to spread the equality. Uh-huh. And putting uh, the lesbian women uh, in front of the line. LGBTQ. Oh, no, there's another Q. Q, queer. Uh-huh. Then there's another Q, questioning. But, uh, queer. What, LGBTQQIAA. I thought queer just meant gay. Que- well, then there's genderqueer. Okay. So people who don't necessarily identify as trans, but they're not... They're not one gender being another. Uh-huh. They're, I don't identify as a gender. All right. Okay. Uh, Eddie Izzard. He's he, a transvestite. He's a transvestite. Yes. But he, he's calling himself transgender these days. Well, that might, maybe he's made a transition. I don't um, think so. I think, no, no, no. I think he just said trans person, actually. Yeah, because there's, there's many trans. So you've yeah, got yeah, trans yeah. and then there's trans with an asterisk. Yeah. Uh, so there's transvestite, transgender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eddie is the comedian who got me interested in comedy. Really? Yeah. He's so smart. <laughs> when I, I saw, like, I saw Eddie Murphy, mm. and I was like, oh, this is funny. And then I saw Richard Pryor, and mm. I thought, this is even funnier. <laughs> and then you finally saw a non-homophobe. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I've, I've just watched a, a documentary about uh, Richard Pryor, and mm. it made me cry actually. Yeah. Because he got an illness and stuff. Do you know? I I told you I've been uh, listening to Kathy Griffin's Celebrity Run-ins audiobook, uh-huh. and she has a she basically just names the the celebrity uh-huh. and then talks about her story with them and her story about Eddie Murphy is quite fascinating. She was doing some photo shoot with all these comedians um, and she'd never met him in person. 
um, and he was behind her. And she was like, this is my opportunity to meet one of my idols because he got her inspired to do stand-up <clears throat> in the first place. She turned around and said to him, you know, um, how's it going? And his response to her was, well, basically I wake up every day in my mansion at 3 p.m. and then fight um, depression and suicidal thoughts and go to sleep and do it all over again. Yeah, and I'm she was surprised. like, what? You know, wow. and he was just so honest uh-huh. in that with her. And then, you know, they later became friends. Yeah, wow. That's, wow. That's, I'm not surprised because he's recently started, like, he's doing, he's been doing uh, talk shows. Mm. I saw him at, I think, Ellen or something. Mm. And I just could see that, there was, I could see the pain. Mm. I could see that he had, he was burned. Mm. And you can see that in com- comedians a lot, but I'm not surprised that he went out of the limelight because if he becomes super famous, yeah, and because it takes a certain type of intelligence, mm. like you have to have, uh, you have to be sensitive and cynical at the same time to mm. be a good comedian. Uh, so that takes a certain personality, and then when you put super fame on top of that. That will cause troubles for your soul. Has he... I mean, I haven't followed him. I must admit, early on in my stand-up career, I kind of stopped watching anything Eddie Murphy-related because I had a big issue with... Yeah, he had the, the homophobia. Very, it was a very ugly joke in one of his specials. Yeah, um, where he used the F word a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, I often have wondered, and I wonder if you've heard it, him, has he ever spoken about it? since then like in these modern times now you know where people go oh, it's a different time and I, I i really wish i hadn't made that joke uh i haven't heard it uh, but uh, yeah i'm hoping if somebody addresses that stuff he i, I would i think he would do it he would actually like a lot of comedians do that they mm. it's a common thing for a comedian also to admit to the mistake like, yeah yeah well at the time a lot of people said that word, yeah, so yeah, I did yeah. it as well and got a laugh. Mm. And I, I remember, I, I also, I, like I had one in the early set, I had a really bad, uh, it was a really bad joke. It was about domestic violence, about the rumors that uh, John Lennon uh, beat up Yoko Ono. Oh yeah. And my joke, my punchline was basically that she deserved it. Oh. Because... It's Yoko Ono. Mm. That was the punchline mm. because she is so hated in uh, cultural history because for breaking up the Beatles. Breaking up the Beatles, which no. she didn't. She did not. No. But uh, and she's uh, a friend of Iceland. She's a friend of Iceland. She put up the peace column. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and a friend of mine who was kind of a man, uh, like a, an associate at the time, a manager and a feminist. She said, "I don't like that joke," and all she had to do was just say that, and I said. Yeah, it's pretty horrible, and yeah. I stopped saying it. Yeah. So you can, uh, a lot of times you say disgusting things because it gives you a laugh, and you're you're thinking, okay, people know this is a joke. Mm. But if so, all you need is somebody to point it out, and then you have to make a constant decision that you agree with that point, that pointing of the out, and then make a decision uh, to either keep that joke or uh, make it better or stronger sometimes you have to listen to your audience like the time that i said on stage what a year it had been in front of an entirely uh queer crowd um you know and and we've got some some local heroes uh not local some world heroes like caitlin jenner who's proven that everybody can be batshit crazy yeah and then people went oh and i said let's not forget she killed a guy uh 
and and someone screamed out, "She's a hero! Leave her alone!" Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I struck that one. I I always, I never laughed at that one. I saw I heard you say it twice. I always, I was just puzzled because I always thought she killed a, what I didn't know about that. She re- she in a car accident. Yeah. And you she, you explained to me later, yeah. but that's the only reason I didn't laugh is because I didn't know the facts. Mm. Mm. I think didn't Denise no Rebecca Gayhart did as well. Who was Rebecca Gayhart? She curly hair. She was big in the nineties, mm. and she was in like Jawbreaker and all Urban all Legend. All curly hair and... was big in the nineties. All curly hair was big in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Whitney. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that that's. Oh, I guess now it's time for. Oh no, I've got to get it to me straight. All right, I do. Um, so I was ratting my brain, going, ah, oh, what. What is something that I've always been asked by people and used to annoy me? And I remember years and years ago living in, you know, the middle of Australia where people are not very educated about gays um, and how we're actually just normal humans. Um, I used to get asked all the time, especially by straight men, about my relationship with my ex. So who's the woman? Which which one of you is the woman? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Past? And so it was like, sometimes they were asking who's the bottom. Sometimes they were asking who does the woman tasks. Oh. So like, and what I thought could be dangerous or fun was if I named, if, if you put yourself in the, the mindset of one of those idiots oh. and I named some gay couples yeah, and you tell stretch. me. You, <laughs> you tell me who is the uh, woman and who's the man. Okay. So the first couple I thought of was uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Nate Burtka. Uh, I'm going to say the less famous one is the woman. All right. Uh, what about... Aren't you gonna, are, aren't you going to elaborate? No, it's just one... Why? Why? Uh... Is the is, is the his his husband is a chef or something? Uh, he's an actor as well. Actor as well. Mm. Mm. No, he's the woman because he's less famous, has less power. <laughs> okay, what about what about? Uh... Yes, this is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about um? Oh, who's the guy who plays Spock in the new Star Trek? Sakari uh, Quinto. Yeah, what about him and his model boyfriend? Well, the model boyfriend is obviously the woman. Okay, right. Okay. I'm, I'm playing an idiot. What about, uh, let's go to lesbians. Okay. What about Sarah Paulson and her her girlfriend? I don't know who Sarah Paulson is. Sarah Paulson, American Horror Story. Um, no uh, idea. And she's she's with the... Okay, let me just bring her up on IMDb. Sarah Paulson. Okay, she was in American Horror Story. She was in Serenity. She was in Carol. She was in Mud. She was in Serenity. What was in? Is she in... was Doctor Doctor Caron in Serenity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all filmography, actress, uh, feud. You didn't see that one. No, I mean I don't know. Next one, please. Okay, um, Victor Garbo. Victor Garbo. Yeah, you don't know him? Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is, is going to be hard. Uh, uh, um, Sarah Gilbert. 
Sarah Gilbert. From Roseanne. Yes, from Roseanne. And Linda Perry from Four Non Blondes. Oh. Hmm. Who was the woman? Mm. Mm. Is, the, is she the the uh, the front woman? And uh, well, I think I think I th- yeah. Yeah. So she's the one who says hey yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she also wrote most of Pink's songs. All right. Okay, I'm gonna say Sarah Gilbert is a woman. Sarah Gilbert is the yes. woman. Okay. What about Ellen and Portia? Then Portia is the woman. Do you know they they're getting divorced? Yes, I heard. Oh, how sad. Yes. Should, they'll both be fine. Yeah. Uh, but when I answer these questions and I, go, I like I go st- I kind of uh, what what do you make of my answers? Do you agree? Well, I can actually uh, if you see put, if you also put yourself in that asshole mindset. In the asshole mindset, I can see your reasoning. Yeah. So basically, it's like the man and the woman are, is. So it's basically you're saying the breadwinner. Yeah. Is the man? Yeah, it's based on uh, uh, on shitty history. Mm. human history mm. well, so okay if we were to put together a hypothetical it gay should couple, be based on her story her story oh rupaul's drag race okay if we were to put together a hypothetical couple uh-huh. jennifer esposito Ooh, i like her and kate mckinnon ah well jennifer esposito is the woman why because she wears more makeup then <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's the defining factor there. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm answering with my reptile brain here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, who else can we put together? Um, okay, hypothetically, if you put me mm-hmm. with Paul Bloska. You are the woman. Why? Because he's more famous. <laughs> Even though he's more of a diva. Yeah, well, he's the breadwinner. He's... Ah, uh, you think he would be a woman because he's more of a diva? I don't know. It's a good uh, point, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you would be the one who says, Shut up, woman! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, so what about if you were in that mindset, my relationship now? Your relationship now, I find that you are the man. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's French and therefore more sensitive, mm-hmm. like women. Oh dear! <laughs> like, well, f- so you, let's, you let's, know, you know, French are basically the women of like people. Let's let's just remember. <laughs> let's just remind our listeners that I've asked you to put yourself in an asshole mindset. I can't get this out. This is I know. But I'm stuck. No, just to just to make sure that they they're reminded that you don't actually think this way. Yes, I actually I have something to say about that. Mm. Well, uh, that, that reminder of yours. Mm. I've had a complaint from like a friend of mine who listens to my podcast that we excuse ourselves a lot when we go into asshole territory. Really? Because apparently he says, I know you're kidding. Oh. I know you're pretending to be dicks right there. Yeah. La, la, la. Stop saying, stop, stop interrupting the joke by reminding the listeners that you're actually good people. Okay. So why are we so afraid? Because we live in a time where we live in explosive times when it comes to uh, unpeasiness. And also people can very much, I mean, this is a, this is an audio recording uh-huh. and people can take it out of context. They can. And they can go, oh, Hulika Daxon and Jono Duffy said that, you know, Caitlyn Jenner is a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she was like... Michael Bay would never put her she, in a film. Did she, was she the car... That killed the 
fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.